Welcome everyone to the All Heart Podcast. My name is Noni Lamar. And my name is Thea Monier. And this is the podcast. All about joy and pleasure. 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 Hey y'all. Hey family. How you doing? This is our open heart segment. Uh. Open your heart. This uh, uh. is our open heart. Uh. Oh, we should get some theme Literally. music. We should, but you open notice how we theme. came in on that beat like that? <laughs> we just—it's because we were—we used to be rappers. It's like those. You seen the black women that were dancing at uh, Fashion Week? Oh my God! Did that not make Ooh. your? It looks so. This is what I understand. I I can understand how people can see black people just like drop in on the one, <laughs> drop in on the snare, and be like, "How did that?" Happen like that. I was like, hey, auntie. It's like a universal, like, joy. I love all the aunties on the. Ooh. They did that. It was so easy. They'd be so smooth with it. I love it. It was incredible. Well, this is our open heart segment. Yes. This is where we answer questions from our open heart listeners, our all heart listeners. And um, we give some of our advice. We do the best we, we can. We do the best we can. We are not. This is you haven't signed any therapy paperwork. No with consent Thea. for services. Mm-mm. And I'm not leading you in a metaphysical session. Mm-hmm. This is just your home, girls. We doing. We just. We just trying to support. This is community. Community based advice. Okay, I'm 28, and reaching a year in my first queer relationship. My first healthy relationship. My first I'm so in love with them relationship. I'm not out to my mother, though most of my friends and sister know I identify as a bisexual woman dating a non-binary queer cis woman question mark. I have been actively going to therapy since the beginning of June and working through my struggle of not feeling good enough. I recently engaged in self-sabotaging behavior in which I slept with someone else. I immediately regretted everything that happened and spoke to my therapist and my partner. I explained everything to them and communicated my wanting to work through this with them. I gave them their space and we spoke 48 hours after I shared the experience. She has since said she forgives me, though not 100% yet, and working through it. I love this person and I want to nurture a healthy relationship with them. I want a future with them. Now I'm at a place of where do I go from here? How do I love this person without feeling like I'm constantly walking on eggshells? Without feeling like they're going to hold this against me despite them telling me that they don't want to do that. I'm out here learning, realizing I need to unlearn and love myself. Thank you for listening. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. It's really difficult to be the asshole in the relationship and to do the asshole thing. Like, just so, so first of all, just thanks for admitting that you did something fucked up and you're the asshole in the relationship right now. At this moment. At this moment, you did something that was wrong. You, all the stuff, you know where it came from and right, all of that. But right. just like to boil it down to like, you betrayed somebody. Right. Right. And like, I know what it's like. I don't know if Thea does. <laughs> Go on with what you know. Thea. <laughs> it's somebody else's open heart, bitch. <laughs> I know what it's like to do the 
thing that you need to ask for forgiveness for. There's so many things in a relationship where you do, where you got to ask for forgiveness. Yeah, it really is. There really is. One thing I know for sure is it is unfair to rush anyone's process. Yes. It is unfair to... Make them responsible for your feelings right now. Yeah. Or even like, just, just even wanting to be outside of that place where you're walking on eggshells. No, that's where you live right now. That's set, set up shop. Set up some shop. Get comfortable. And that's not about something they're doing. That's about your residual guilt and how you feel about what you did. You feel guilty. And even if you've decided not to feel guilty, which I'm not too big on like feeling guilty for long. Right. It's not that healthy. It doesn't help. Don't even go towards shame. Walk away. Walk away. But guilt, not that into it. Yeah. However... I believe in process of atonement and it's yes. an episode that we've been talking about wanting to do for a while. And this is, we, we need to. We need to do it. Yes. Cause we've talked what a lot about like, like yeah, yeah, like forgiveness and forgiving others mm-hmm. and forgiving yourself. Right. But like being in the place of having to say that you're sorry and having to atone. Right. Atonement takes time. There yes. are many breaths that need to pass yeah. to atone, to get back to stasis, to get back to resonating with the person in a place of peace again. And that takes work. Yeah, I've had mm. to do that work of undoing a lot of lying, a yeah. lot of cheating, a lot of just mistrust, yeah. the breaking of trust with another person. Yeah, It takes time it does and it takes humility and you can't rush it yeah and you can't be in your head talking about i don't feel like like how long is this gonna be yeah when is he gonna forgive me are you always gonna be feeling like this are you cool with me yet at what percentage are you cool with me right right atone 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 it's some so i used to think my biggest fear fear in a relationship would be being cheated on. And that's because of my family history. Mm. And I thought, I mean, it's still, it's still probably a deal breaker for me in a lot of ways, but only because I know how much we've communicated about what it means to each of us individually, right? Because before someone cheats, we may not often know what does that mean? What does that signal to the other person? Now, because I'm a therapist and because I do work around this stuff, I know that cheating is... 99.9% 99.9% usually about what's going on with that person who did the cheating. Yes. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily take that piece of it personal as the person being cheated on. But what I would be asking myself is, is this person still safe for me considering the thing that made them cheat is still there? Right. So what I need mm, to see. The self-sabotaging behavior. Right. What I need to see is, is this person doing serious, legit work on themselves to remedy and deal with that issue and not projecting their discomfort from what they did onto me by trying to control my process of healing, because I don't know what that would have triggered in me. What is my past history with cheating? What is my past history with distrust? What is my past history with my family? Right. That's what the, that's what your partner is going through right now, right? There's a reverberating effect of this action that is now triggering all kinds of emotional, latent emotional things for them that they have to separate out from 
you and the relationship and maybe revealing like unhealed things that they have to deal with. And then they have to deal with you and the relationship, right? It causes, it, it is a bit of an earthquake. There's an epicenter, but there's aftershocks. And, and reading it, I was just kind of concerned for your partner thinking, is this their first queer relationship? Right. Are they out to everyone in right. their life? Right. Is there this other layer of kind of having to be present with you while you're working through this being the, I mean, it was a major list, like your first queer relationship, your first I'm so in love with you relationship, your first healthy relationship. And if all of those things are true, like if this is your first healthy relationship, then all your other relationships being unhealthy, you are a participant in those. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Yeah. But just like thinking about that. Right. Does that mean that this person has a way to communicate in a healthy way? That is, Do they have a history of healthy relationships? Yeah. What I'm saying is think about your partner and what your partner is holding. Are they holding a lot for you? Right. Beyond just like before you even got to the cheating. Right. Was there codependency where this person felt like they had to be the stable or together or knowledgeable one, the one who did know when you didn't know when you were like exploring or figuring things figuring out? Figuring stuff yeah. out. Like, is this if this person was already out and they're out to their family, right? That's and this is a point. process that you're going through right now in this moment, and they're holding space for that already. How much of holding space is this person doing for you? And then you do this thing. Yeah. And we can't stress enough. You will fuck this up more if you try to make them rush past what they feel. Because Mm -hmm. if you make this about you right now in the wrong way, it's about you. It's about you needing to heal something so that you don't hurt people. Right? Right. But it is not about you needing to feel more comfortable about what you did. And, and that panic of, I don't want to lose you. I don't want to lose you. Oh my God, please forgive me. It can me. feel to the other person like. That's suffocating. It can feel like you're centering yourself. And, and that is not what they probably need to see to feel Mm-mm. comfortable with moving forward. And I have felt that fear of losing. Yeah, it's scary. The love of my life. And right. I fucked up and please don't leave me. And I've been that person fucking begging it sucks it sucks it sucks and i don't know if that's what you're doing Uh, but that even if you're feeling that yeah it's not a good feeling and i feel you on it but also geek down chill out find your center talk to your therapist yes Yes. talk to your therapist process all of that stuff not with that relationship don't make that person process how scared you are that they're going right. to leave you. Don't make right. that person process. Don't make it their responsibility. Because I hear in that some codependency. Right. And that's why the question you asked earlier was really dope. Because mm-hmm. if this person has to had to feel like the responsible person, like the emotionally stable person, then that may explain why they're so quick to say, I forgive you, but not 100%. Because 48 hours is not long enough. Woo. I'm going to be 100 yeah. It is not long enough. No. It is not long enough to process everything. And honestly, in the relationships that I've had to come into atonement, space, time, away has been the greatest gift. Because it has to take some of the charge and yeah. the sting out of the betrayal. Because that's what it is. And they're going to have, if they decide to stay in this with you, it has to be a clean choice. Yeah. It can't be a choice that is rooted in taking care of you. 
It has to be a choice that I know what this person is capable of. I know that they're still working on this thing and I'm willing to take that risk and I'm not going to hold it against them. And I'm going to be a, you both got to stand in your, your grownness Mm -hmm. and own the choices and the risk, but all be aware of them and all make the choice. And yes, you cannot control whether or not they make that choice, but you can control whether or not you want to heal the part of you that hurt someone. Yeah. That, and I recommend highly Esther Perel's work. I mean, if you, there's a book called State of Affairs that's completely about recovery after infidelity. There's a, her work is amazing around this topic. And I think it could be something that for both of you to read, not together, like she gets her copy, you get your copy. Yeah. Um, but it could be very healing in different ways for you both. Yeah, and I would recommend you listen to our forgiveness episode and forgive yourself. Like, really, I would turn this energy toward myself, the self-sabotaging behavior, why I engaged in it, and forgiving myself for that, and really working on figuring out what acts of atonement can I do. And when I say acts, I'm just like, you have to be generous now. Very. And not like, what about me? Because there's been an imbalance. And you can't ask them to come up with the solution or to tell you what those acts are. You have to really attune to their needs and figure it out. Mm-hmm. But we're wishing you all the best because we know it's this a is a really spot. painful space to be in. Yeah, and we just spot. are sending you so much love. We know that, you know, you are, a, you are a whole being and there's complexities in that. And we've been in those shoes in yeah. different ways. And so and we all fuck up. We're holding you both with just complete love yep lots of love from our hearts to your heart be well